0: What's up North Central? How's everybody doing today? Doing good? Great to see you and thank you Josh for that warm welcome and uh, we love North Central University and congratulations on your first snow. I'm glad I could bring that from upstate to you today and uh, how many like snow or how many hate it? Okay good. God's going to help us with all that uh, today. We I want to just honor President Hagen and just a dear dear friend and uh, his bride Karen. You guys what God's doing here is very uncommon, and there's nothing common about it, and there's nothing common about you. And the Bible says that God honors honor, and so I honor you today, I honor what the Holy Spirit is doing in you and through you, but I also honor President Hagen and Karen. Can we just make some noise for them today? Come on, NC, you make some noise for them today. They're not just amazing and gifted communicators, leaders, and then also uh, the president, but just amazing, amazing pastors. If you would hear them just talk about you and if they would hear, if you would hear them behind the scenes and how they love you, pray for you. And they're so, so proud of you. But what an honor and joy it is to be here today. I want to give you a little bit of context. I know you don't know me. So I thought we should just a little bit of video of Northway Church, and then we'll jump into the word of God together. If you could show that guys. It gives you a little bit of the flavor of Northway Church and what God is doing has truly been a series of miracles and I I grew up Baptist and so I am grateful for the foundation uh, of the gospel of Jesus Christ I'm grateful for my parents I'm grateful for um, my my grandfather. Gosh, what is this? I'm grateful for my grandfather. He's my hero. He's the closest person to Jesus that I, that, that I ever met. He pastored and was a pioneer. He's my hero. And when God called me into ministry, I thought, God, you got the wrong guy. I was overwhelmed with. I had a lot of anger issues. I was angry at God. I was angry at Christians. You invite me out to church, I'd cuss you out. I uh, My wife would go to church every Sunday. I never went. A lot of bad experiences with religion. I'm like, if this is what God is all about, I'm peaced out. And so I was grateful for you know, the foundation, but my granddad had this, and I remember him saying, he said, I wonder if I missed the second blessing. And what he was talking about was the being baptized in the Spirit. And on my faith journey, I was never exposed to that. And one, I should never even be here today because it's kind of like my story. I never thought I'd be a pastor, let alone I never thought I'd be at North Central University. And then to see what the fire of God is doing is just amazing here. But then on my faith journey, I knew something was missing. God's blessed in a powerful way at Northway Church. But what's happened is there's a revival happening in our church now in the most unchurched area of the United States. There's a remnant of people that are hungry for the Holy Spirit. We've had, I've been baptized in the Spirit several years ago, and I'm leading my church through that. We've had hundreds of people baptized in the Spirit, and I just want more and more and more and more of that. And I know that the fire of God is here. I see it in your worship. And my prayer is that God just uses us the next couple of days to to reignite a fire in you, and to also just stir up your faith that with Jesus Christ, with Jesus Christ, anything is possible. And the best is ahead for you, North Central University. The best is ahead for you, young men and women, and movers and shakers for Jesus Christ. And I invite the Holy Spirit to come and do something very, very uh, special in our midst. What I believe the Holy Spirit is going to do, over the next couple days. If we can serve you in any way, uh, let us know. I've thoroughly enjoyed being in some of the classes with you and look forward to just uh, just hanging out and get to know you a little bit better. Uh, but just know this, Northway Church, you met, never met them, but they love you. They're praying for you and that God is proud of you. And uh, I'm, I believe the Holy Spirit, what he wants to do today is to peel back layers in our lives. I believe that God is going to do over the next couple of days some healing and revealing brings healing. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to heal emotionally, heal physically, heal relationally, heal financially. I believe what the Holy Spirit wants to do as I was praying about it over the last you know several weeks is um, to to literally heal the silent screams of our souls that maybe we can't articulate and communicate to anybody else. That life is a process of self-discovery and life is actually a process of allowing the Holy Spirit and inviting him to peel back layers in our life. And what really, yes, the Holy Spirit's our counselor, he's our advocate, he's our teacher, he's our counselor. He has so many roles But one of the biggest things that I believe the Holy Spirit wants to do is give us feedback. Feedback is the number one way we grow. And if we don't like feedback, we're not gonna grow. And if we don't like feedback, we don't like the Holy Spirit. So as soon as we think and see you that we have it all together, as soon as we think that we have all the answers, as soon as we think that we have God figured out, is the moment that the Holy Spirit can no longer work in our lives. But I believe what he's gonna do today, over the next several moments, he's not gonna just heal emotionally, physically, relationally, financially. I mean, he's going to do that. I want you to stir up your faith right now. I said the Holy Spirit is going to come and touch you today and is going to heal you today in the name of Jesus. It's going to happen today. And then, okay, I got two or three believers. We're going to get there. But then also what he's going to do is he's going to peel back layers in our lives that we didn't even realize that we need healing because all of us have blind spots. And the Holy Spirit's not going to come in. He's not going to be adversarial. He's not going to kind of run you over. He's going to gently just nudge you. Here's an area area of opportunity that you didn't even know buddy and i want to peel back that layer in your life so the bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god so turn the person next to you and see you and say get ready get ready get ready come on i love you it's monday that was so lame turn the person next to you say it. pray it make them feel it in jesus name get ready get ready get ready come on turn the person next to you on the other side they need a friend too. say you're not even ready i love to do that, because you never know what the Holy Spirit is going to do. I want to drop you into the Gospel of John, chapter 11, and the context is complex, because you have Jesus, and you had Jesus, and he had his inner circle, and then he had the core, and then he had the crowd, and there's a principle, in order to be effective, we need to be selective and ask the Holy Spirit, who do we allow into our lives, but then he also had some very, very close friends that were like family. Remember Martha? And he went to Martha's house. And he was the one like, Martha, you're so troubled. You're so worried. And you're missing kind of the main things. And, and she's upset at Mary. And Mary was a sister that was at Jesus' feet. And you had all that kind of sibling rivalry and all that. Well, you have Mary and you have Martha. But then also you had their brother named Lazarus. And they sent word to Jesus. And they said, Jesus... You need to get home quick. And you need to get home quick because the one that you love is sick. He's not just anybody. And Jesus, you heal everybody else. You take care of everybody else. But Jesus, you need to know. Get the text message. It's time. You need to get home and come to your your family, the closest people to you, because Lazarus is sick. Jesus doesn't listen. Jesus, the Bible says, he tarries on two more days. Jesus is late. Lazarus is dead. He's been dead four days. And the Bible says that Martha ran out to Jesus as Jesus finally came, and she said, "Jesus, if you would have been here, if you would just have been here, my brother wouldn't have died." And Jesus, you know probably know the reference. I am the resurrection and the life. He said, "The glory of God will be revealed if you just believe." I want us to read from this passage of Scripture. I'm going to ask NCU, let's all stand in honor of God's Word today in the balcony and on the floor. And as they put the Scripture up there, I'm going to just cue you on some key words that I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to dial in as he invites all of us to peel back some layers in our life. In John chapter 11 if you can put that up for me. Martha says this. And if you see those capitalized those cap- words, can you go back, guys, just one where you just were? That would be awesome. Thank you so much. Give it up for production. Give it up for them right now. Give it up for them. Make some noise. They have one of the most difficult, challenging things in all of ministry. Make some noise for production. I love you guys. You're awesome. You're awesome. So if we see some capitalized words, I want you to roll like Northway, say it loud and proud. So Martha runs up to Jesus and says, but I know that what church that? Jesus. Come on, NC, but I know what that." Even now, God will give you whatever you ask. God wants to stir you up on this Monday that happens to snow and you're like, oh, just a Monday, I got a diesel through. No, the Holy Spirit wants to visit you and me right now. God wants to talk to the people that you've been discouraged. You think something is dead. You think that God didn't show up on time. And why weren't you there? You think Jesus is late and he hasn't been on your timetable. But I love this moxie of Martha that she says, yes, my, my heart, I'm frustrated. I'm discouraged you didn't listen to my prayers. You didn't do it on my timetable. But she says, I know this about Jesus Christ. If I know anything and I've been around you that even now, God the Father will give you whatever you ask. I know that even now you can turn a situation around. And I believe that there are some even now young people here at NCU that you believe that with God anything is possible. That you don't believe the lies of the enemy. You don't believe what's been spoken over your generation, that your generation is the greatest generation for the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, listen, listen, we're going to shake off. What about inflation? What about the economy? What about the government? What about world war? What about all this stuff? No, even now Jesus is able to do more than we could ever ask, guess, request beyond our wildest dreams, but he needs some young men and women of faith. Do we have any, even now, young people here today at NCU? You come on and see you. I'm talking to believers today. God wants to stir your faith. Martha goes on, and she goes on to say this. When Mary actually Mary gets out of the house and she runs up to Jesus and she says, the place where Jesus was and she saw him, she fell at his feet. And now she's just powdering what the uh what her sister said. Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And when Jesus what church when Jesus when he saw her, when he saw her, Weeping, the Jews who had come along with her also weeping. He was what church? He was? He was deeply moved in the spirit. And what? And? Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, they replied. Let's read on. This is my favorite verse. My verse just keeps changing. Everybody got a favorite verse? It just keeps changing. And the Bible says that Jesus wept. He did what church? He what? He. I have a question for you. You guys already know the end of the story. Guys, production, if there's any way you could bring the house lights up really bright on the audience for me, I don't know if they'll go up any higher, but that would be awesome. My question, I was asking God and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, guys. I was asking, Jesus, you already knew you are going to raise Lazarus from the dead. So, man, if that was me, I'd be like, Mary, Martha, man, I got the best news ever, man. It's just awesome. I'm here. I know I was late, but it's all good. He didn't do that. The Bible says that Jesus saw her. And God sent me here from New York just to remind each and every one of you in the balcony and everyone on this Monday, God sees you. He doesn't just just love you. He sees you. He sees you. He sees the silent screams of your heart. He sees the things that you can't articulate. He sees the things that you've been battling and you've been wondering, man, why am I still battling this? He not only loves you, he sees you. He sees you. He makes eye contact. He sees each and every one of you. Is anybody grateful today that we serve a God, that he doesn't just love us? that he sees us, and when we can't even articulate, can anybody give him praise here today? He sees you. He sees you up in the balcony. He sees you. He loves you. He cares. And he took the time to say, Mary, he was so deeply moved by the Spirit of God. If we want to have the breakthroughs in our life, We need to have empathy for people. We need to care for people. We don't need to just give them a vitamin verse and say, get better in the morning. See them. Connect with them. And I love that Jesus connects with Mary. Jesus wept. Let's read on. The Bible tells us this. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he... Opened the eyes of the blind man and kept this man from dying. This verse right here, for anybody doing ministry, this is the context of ministry the rest of your life. Some people will be happy and other people can't stand you. Welcome to helping people. Quick research. 25% of people never like you no matter what. Another 25% of people will not like you, but they can be convinced into liking you. You're up to 50%. Another 25% of people will like you, but they can be convinced not to like you. We're up to 75%. Are you tracking with me? Then you only have 25% of people that will like you no matter what. Surround yourself with people that will like you no matter what and love you no matter what in order to be effective, be selective because the devil will get you off track. Jesus was just coming in there and he's just trying to help. And even after Jesus weeps and even after Jesus shows empathy, they said, can't this guy do anything else? Isn't the devil just a stinking punk? Is it just me? Does anyone else get sick of his stinking lies? Do we have to be so polite about how the devil is the father of lies and Jesus said he's a murderer? My gosh. I'm sorry, I'm going to go a little northeast on you today, north central. See how they loved him. Could he not open the eyes? Kept this man from dying. Give me a break. Let's read on. Jesus, once more, what ends to you? Deeply moved. Deeply moved. Don't miss it. Deeply moved. No, man, get on to the next person. What's my next? No, what's going on in your life? He's moved. He cares. He came to the tomb, and it was a cave, and a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. But Lord said, Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a what church? There is a... (laughs) Anybody else have some odor issues? This is dirty, stinking, rotting flesh for days. I don't want to take away the stone because I don't want to show and reveal the stink that's in my life. But the Lord said, Martha, actually, let's read on. Sorry, guys. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. When he had said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. So empathy, and then we have to be in empathy and listen to the Holy Spirit and stop and see people We have to take away the stone and the obstacles in our life that I don't want to reveal the bad odor. Then Jesus called out in a loud voice, because if you want the breakthrough in your life, you can't just go. I just think it's interesting. Jesus didn't go, hey, Lazarus, come on out. No, Lazarus, come out. If you want to see something come back to life, you have to step into authority. And the little nice polite voice, when the devil has taken something from your life, you have to step into authority. And if Jesus, watch this, Lazarus was unconscious. Lazarus couldn't hear in this. And he had to speak into another dimension. Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. The Bible tells us this. Next verse. The dead man came out with his hands and feet. What NCU? With "with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, let's read on. What did he say, NCU? Take off off the what? And what church? Let's read that again. What did he say? Take "Take off off the what? And what church? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word of God, the house of God, NCU. Bless President Hagen and Karen. Bless the faculty and staff. Bless every single person here, God. You care what's going on. Holy Spirit, give us a fresh revelation. that comes from heaven. We are open. We are ready to receive. Bring back the peeling and reveal it in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please be seated. I need four guys to help me uh, real quick. And so Jose, this is Jose from um, upstate New York, and he's awesome. Jose, come on up here. All right, in one of the classes, I met a dude named Angel. Come on up here. All right, give it up for Angel. Uh, I met another guy. uh, Who else made? I met met a guy in, I think, the pastor's class called Evan. Evan, come on up here if you're still here. Evan, come on up here. Oh, man, I must have picked the right guy. So I got Jose, I got Evan, I got Angel, and I want the spiritual development leader. Josh, I just met him. What a cool dude with his cool vest. Give it up for him. All right, come on up here. All right, let's get up for these guys. Okay, guys, come on up here on the platform. I got a gift for you. Hey, Angel, what's up? Hey, Evan, I think you said you should push some hoops. Okay, see him, see it you three. Okay, Josh, see what you got. By the way, I am undefeated. And by the way, I did beat your president. He is such a trash talker. Make sure you bring that up to him. Hey, I heard Pastor Buddy beat you in basketball. Make sure you say that to him when you see him tomorrow. It's a true story. We may even bring out the video footage tomorrow. In Jesus' name. So, guys, what I want you to do is I want you to be uh, and just start wrapping me in toilet paper. I'm going to be Lazarus. And I want you to wrap me from head to toe, head to toe. Go, go, go. Don't be shy, guys. We're all we got a little time clock going here. So just go all the way from head to toe. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting? Oh, guys, okay. Isn't it interesting that Jesus did the most incredible miracle of all time? This is better than uh, the lame walking again. This is better than the blind seeing. This is better than walking on water. No, this is Jesus raising someone, not just has been dead. I've heard that happen. I've heard that happen in today. And by the way, Jesus can raise the dead today. I said Jesus can do anything today, and he can do all things. I've heard him raise people from the dead that have been dead for an hour, five hours, or even more. But four days, four days, this guy is really, really, really dead. And so it's interesting when Jesus... Jesus chose to do the miracle. I was asking Jesus, Jesus, why did you why did you choose to weep? Holy Spirit, what was that about? Jesus, I would have been like throwing a party. No, no, no. I wanted to connect with Mary. I wanted Mary to know. And I wanted Mary to see my heart that what burdens her burdens mine. But then I asked the Holy Spirit this about the text. I said, Jesus, if you did this awesome miracle, how you guys doing? You doing good? All right, good, good. Give it up for them. They need a little encouragement. It looks like they're struggling a little bit. Head to toe, guys. Wrap me up. Come on, man. Here we go. I asked Jesus. I said, Jesus, why If you raised him from the dead? Why didn't you just take the grave clothes off? Why didn't you just take the grave clothes off? I mean, this is not a big deal. You could have taken the grave clothes off. And I believe the Holy Spirit then told this to me, and I want to share this with you today. Have you ever felt like in your Christian life, go tighter, guys. Just make me bound, man. Because when the research says uh, back in the time, what they do, they would bind. So none of the extremities would move and they would put spices on them and everything. Guys, you're way too loose. Get this this tighter, man. Just just wrap me up in Jesus' name. I got to be Lazarus here. And so there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Make sure. Let me get a line of sight here. Okay, I'm not near the edge. Go ahead. Head to toe. You're doing awesome, angel. Come on. All right. So. Uh, I was asking Jesus, I said, Jesus, why didn't you just like take the grave clothes off too? What's that about? What is that about? You tell them to take away the stone. And then you say, listen, Lazarus come out with authority. But then you said, all right, I need you guys to go and take his old stinking grave clothes off. And see you. I want you to get a picture of this is what it's like. Have you ever felt like you are following God and you're following Jesus and you love him, but you're still bound? Have you ever felt like that? I don't understand. I love you, Jesus. I've invited you into my life. I don't understand why this is happening in my life. I don't understand why I'm still bound by addiction. I'm bound by lust. I'm bound by pornography. I'm bound by vaping. I'm bound by, uh, I don't know, uh, codependency, insecurity, fear. Why am I still bound and I love Jesus? I believe what Jesus did is he put a visual picture in for your life and my spiritual life that when we invite Jesus into our life, the Bible says that we are a new person That our spirit is made new, and our spirit is made new from the inside out. Can we give Jesus praise for that? I say, can we give Jesus praise for that? Just because your spirit is new doesn't mean that your soul is new. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions, your thinker, your feeler, and your chooser. So our soul can either operate with the spirit of God or our soul will operate with our flesh. And that is the battle that is waging. And so I believe what Jesus did is that if we do not submit to the Holy Spirit of God, that we can once be lost and now we're found, but also we can still find our lives bound. And what we need is the Holy Spirit of God to help us peel back layers in our life. What we need in the Holy Spirit of God is the Word of God to help us renew our mind. Instead of ruminating, we renew our mind. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Uh, Isaiah 23, 6. We renew our mind. Second Timothy 1, 7. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a love, power, and a sound mind. So that's why it's so important, because it helps us get our own grave clothes off. But this is what's interesting. Lazarus couldn't take off his own grave clothes. What is the revelation? The revelation, NCU, the revelation, young people, is this, we cannot heal alone. We cannot heal alone. We need the body of Christ. We need the church. We need God's body of Christ to help heal our bodies. But it's going to take authenticity. It's going to take transparency. We don't like to be transparent. We don't like to be real. We don't like to cover up. We love to cover up our stink with air fresheners and everything and verses and songs and all that, but we will never share the real us because we're afraid if people see the real us, the code of all humanity, guys, stay up here, stay right there because I'm going to cue you in a second, all right? But the code of all humanity is have your stuff together. And if you can, if you can put that up on the slide, if you can't have your stuff together, uh, you better fix it. And if you can't fix it, then don't show up. And if you do show up, show up with shame. But I'm grateful today that the Holy Spirit and God the Father sent Jesus Christ that to I, but not just to take our sin, come on somebody, but to take our shame, to take all of our shame, to take all of our shame. And here's what we have to do. Too often in the church world, in the Christianity, we, sp- we, pray, we spread spiritual air freshener oh you stink oh you struggle with that oh well I'll pray for you oh will you struggle with that oh I'll pray for you oh you struggle with I'll pray for you or we get shocked and kind of posture ourselves but can I tell you church we'll never heal God opposes the proud but he gives grace to the humble and can I remind all of us can you put up that image of the cross my brothers thank you for helping me I want all of us to kneel Josh, Evan, Angel, Jose, go ahead and kneel right here and look at that cross, my friends. Kneel, I want you to know something. It's hard for me to kneel. I'm kind of bound, Josh. Josh, I just met you, bro, but you're one cool dude, man. I I think we could be really close. I don't know what that means, but you're just a cool dude. Evan, you just jumped out in that class, man. You're like asking questions left and right. Angel, what God's done in your life is just amazing. Angel said, I want to help people to not have to go through what I went through. And God called me. I want to help the hurting. Evan said, I want to be a senior pastor. Do it, brother. Josh wants to just stir up your faith. Jose, just an awesome, awesome brother, a mover and shaker for the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what, my friends? do this. Because I can't really move in this. We're all the same at the foot of the cross, bro. We're all the same at the foot of the cross. You know what? Josh, you got stuff that stinks, brother. Evan, you got stuff that stings. Angel, you got stuff that stings. Jose, you got stuff that stings. Turn the person next to you and say, get over your stinking self. Go ahead. Hey, worship team, you're awesome. You sound phenomenal. But I know this. We have some stuff that stinks in our life. But we're all the same at the foot of the cross. I said, we're all the same at the foot of the cross. I said, NCU, we're all the same at the foot of the cross. And then what we need is, I can't heal alone. So I need Jesus, I need the Holy Spirit. He takes care of my spirit. But I need help getting these grave clothes off because it's hot in here. But I want to get the right people around me, so brothers that are kneeling at the cross, come help this guy from New York and help me get these stinking grave clothes off. Help me, I can't do it myself. I've got problems. I don't have it all together. I don't have all the answers. And I need God's help. But check this out. The rest of your life, it's an ongoing process. Because the rest of your life is a process of allowing the Holy Spirit of God to peel back the layers in your life we got to get honest with God. we got to say, God, I don't have it all together. And God, I need a fresh touch from heaven. I need your help today. I was able to minister in Brazil. And they were watching this largest church in Brazil, in San Pablo. And they called, they said, we're seeing what God's doing, the Holy Spirit online. They said, we want you to come over and share it. I went over there. I didn't know what to speak on. And I was... I was thinking about this message I was in the lobby and a guy came through and was just a stranger and he said, I heard your message and I I just want to share this with you and I I was, my dad was a minister and my dad was a minister and he missed uh, things in my life and because he missed things in my life, the devil leveraged it against me and I, I went the other way but then my dad came to me and said, I just want to say I'm sorry and he apologized and he said, I'm sorry, I missed, I, missed I missed this and 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 I just want you to know, son, I'm sorry. And he said, when he did that, it helped me so much and my dad began to cry and I began to cry and God restored it. Now God's using me and then I'm surrendering my life into giving ministry. If you'll put up the picture of my family real quick. Can you put up the picture if you have of my family? My son's 30 years old. My daughter's 27. And when that guy said that, I knew I was supposed to speak on this. And this is a message that God is using to touch people and heal. And I it wasn't just a message for people because then I called my son. I said, son, I'm so proud of you. God couldn't give me a better son than you, Devin. You're a really good man. You work hard. I want you to know I love you. I want to say I'm sorry. I miss some things. I call my daughter. Beautiful daughter of heaven. She's single, by the way, guys. If you love Jesus, I can give you her Instagram address. And she loves Jesus. And she could love you. And she loves the Lord. You're welcome. She's beautiful like her mama. And I said, I said, Sweetheart, I need to apologize. And I watched God do healing. I'm going to ask right now, uh, worship team, just close in whatever song you want. I'm asking we all stand. And I know God wants to bring healing in our lives. It takes empathy. It takes us rolling the stone away. But it, it takes courage to say, God, I'm not going to be ashamed of the stink of my life. And I'm just going to listen to you. And I'm going to invite. And watch this. What the picture of the body of Christ. Guys, put your arms around each other. The church which is God's church, the body of Christ, is not a group of people who have it all together. They're a group of people that are working out their stuff together. Can I get an amen in Jesus' name? Let's walk it out. We're just walking it out in Jesus' name. Come on, Josh. Be my Messiah. We're walking it out in Jesus' name. Do not do life alone. We need Jesus. We need the Spirit. We need His Word. But we need each other. You can't heal alone. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name. God, I speak your healing, and I speak your healing, Lord, in every aspect of our life. I speak healing to the silent screams of our soul. God, I don't know what that is for each and every person, but Heavenly Father, you do. Lord, release it. Bring healing, Lord. Bring the revelation, God. May we have the courage to step in and be transparent. We thank you, God, that you're holy. We bless your name in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yes.